Welcome to the Real Raw You podcast. I'm your host, Katie Duda, a certified nutrition and digestive health coach, sharing with you how to navigate the noisy wellness world that exists today by cutting through it with an anti-diet science-backed approach. I use my experience of overcoming a long battle with anorexia to now educate and empower you to step into your full potential. I share approachable tips both on and off the plate for how to fuel your body, mind, and spirit with nourishing choices so that you can finally have the energy, clarity, and confidence you desire but have been unable to achieve it in this ever-confusing and ever-changing diet-focused culture. I'm so honored that you're here. Let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show. So lovely to have you here. Today, we are talking all about before we jump into 2021 and say goodbye to 2020, which so many people I know want to do, I want to provide a little bit of tough love and a suggestion for you to do this before you head into 2021, which is in just a few days, or if not, it's early 2021 when you're listening to the show. So I'm recording this podcast. It's the day before New Year's Eve. I'm definitely not one to wait for the new year to say new year, new you, where you overcome and try to completely become this new person and change all your habits. I don't think it's realistic. I don't think that it's needed to wait a certain day of the year for you to make a change. So I'm just going to caveat with that. That's my perspective in general about New Year's resolutions and goals. I'm all about setting vision boards and using this time to reflect, to figure out where I want to improve and um, maybe some things and habits that I want to leave behind. However, I don't wait for New Year's Day and order to make changes. I'm trying to constantly be in tune with myself. Doesn't happen all the time throughout the entire year and have goals by quarter. And I'm kind of a freak like that. But I do think it's important to take a few minutes to talk to you about what I'm seeing. And I think you can relate with how many people have told you they are so ready to say goodbye to 2020. It's like people are already people are just shutting down in life until 2021, because they're just like, I can't do any more of 2020. Which I just think is a little bit funny because it's as if like the day 2021, January 1st, 2021 hits, like everybody's life is going to change in this positive way. Like just because the calendar changes, the year changes, somehow people are are like grasping onto the idea that that new, like looking into your phone and seeing 2021 instead of 2020 is somehow miraculously going to like change your life, change your ability to actually press start and to get the courage to go after those goals and dreams that you've been putting on the back burner or to ditch those habits that you've been trying to for a long time or lose the weight, whatever it is that you have been coming up with excuses as to why you haven't been doing it now, somehow in 2021, because the year changes, like it's going to motivate you. I don't know. I just, I find it funny because you still have to do the work. You still have to push into that discomfort. And so I want to just take a minute. Let's reflect back on what 2020 was. 
Um, I'm not going to go into what happened. We all know the global pandemic. We all know the movement of Black Lives Matter and all the racial injustices. We all know presidential. There was a lot to unpack in 2020, and I'm not discrediting any of that. It was an intense year, for sure. It was an intense year to have a baby, to become pregnant and then have a baby. It was a lot. But you know what? I truly believe that everything in life happens for us. So whether it was something that was really, really, really tough and some really tough days did happen for me, I have the perspective of saying I'm going through this for a reason in order to come out stronger. So I'm well, I'm more prepared for something that God has planned for me and something bigger, something better is going to happen. But I have to go through this valley in order to reap those that new fresh perspective or that new friendship, that new relationship, that new job, that new sense of clarity, whatever it is, you you're going through these tough times for a reason. So that in, in and of itself, I think will help relieve a lot of anxiety and frustration and anger that you might have and that you might be feeling right now. And I just want to send my, my deepest heartfelt virtual hug to all of you, because please don't take this lightly. Please don't hear this the wrong way. I know that this year has been really, really tough for some of you. For almost all of you, we've been forced to slow down, to pivot, whether we've pivoted in our careers, we had to pivot in some other area of our life. Um, Maybe we moved, maybe we had to move back in with our parents, maybe we had to change jobs, maybe we're still unemployed, maybe we've lost loved ones. This has been an intense year, and I am sending you a huge, huge hug virtually, and I'm not discrediting any of that, and I know that so many of you are feeling extra anxious right now. You're feeling extra overwhelmed. You're feeling lost, and I want this podcast to give you some sense of relief and that you're not alone. I know I've talked to so many of you that have shared and opened up to me and saying that this is such a hard time for you and that you're dealing with a lot of shit. Okay. And so just take flight and know that you're not alone. There are so many people feeling that way, but I want to give you some practical tips and also some tough love to help you ease that anxiety, to help you start to find your purpose, to help you start to feel like you know what path you're on in your life. I want this podcast to be that sense of clarity because I think we can get so engulfed in the negative news and the media and in in our, our friend circle. If they are the only ones that talk about negative things, then we start to become that. And so I really want to challenge you to stand up and say, yes, 2020 was a difficult year, but it happened for a reason. That job change that you that happened for you was intentional because you might not have seen it. You might have thought you loved your job, but maybe there was something really bad about to happen. Or maybe you did hate your job and you needed a forced hand to change careers. And now maybe you're sitting unemployed and you're reflecting and saying, what is it that I want to do with my life? And it's a perfect opportunity to pause and reflect and actually take that time to ask yourself, What is it that brings you joy? What is it that lights your fire? What is it that you were put on this earth to do? And without putting so much pressure on yourself, you know, just know that everything that happened for you is happening 
for you, not to you, not at you. You're not a victim, right? So this year forced us all to pause. Did you pause? Did you actually sit and enjoy as much as it's uncomfortable for some people, including myself, to sit in silence a little bit more to when the commute was taken out, when having to be in an office with extra fluff meetings and all that drive-by passing time? Like, were you able to be more productive at work so that you had more time for the things that were really, really important for you? Did you did you take advantage of that or did you get engulfed in the woe is me my life sucks. This year sucks. I want this year to be over. 2021 can't come soon enough. Are you in that mentality? Because actually ask yourself, like practically when 2021 happens, how is that going to change you as a person, your perspective, your mentality, your ability to find joy in the little things in life, in the day to day? Because the reality is, is that we can't control so many things. And that truth we all faced very, very vividly this year. This came out of nowhere, of course. And it's a reminder to say, we're not really in control of a lot of things, but what we can control is our ability to live life to the fullest and to make the most out of shitty situations, if you will, and to find joy and say, today I'm grateful for fresh, clean air. I live in Northern California. We've been hit with a lot of wildfires, more than we've had in 80 years. And we have clean air today. So I'm grateful for that. Yes, there is a million things on my to-do list that I just don't ever get done anymore because I'm feeding a child every two hours. I'm putting him down for a nap every hour and a half. He naps for about 15 minutes and he's up and ready to play. So my life has completely flipped. But at the same time, I just have a new perspective of what productivity means. It doesn't mean that I, you know, I no longer right now have tons of time that I can dedicate to batch recording podcasts, to writing emails. I have to do it in little pockets of time, but I'm not going to sit here and stress myself out and look at my to-do list that's never ending and say, I'm so overwhelmed by that. So instead of that, I now say, what is one thing that I want to get done today? that is realistic, that I know if I get it done, I will put my head on the pillow at night and say, I did good. I feel good. I got what I wanted to done versus setting myself up for unrealistic expectations of what I used to be able to do. Right now, it doesn't fit in my lifestyle. So what are you holding on to that you know, no longer serves you? What are you holding on to of your old life that you're trying to fit and cram into this current situation where it's clear as day that you need to let it go? You need to let go of what you're holding on to as comfortable as it is. It's like a comfort blanket. This year in 2020 has like knocked on your door and said, it's time to let it go. And you're still trying to fit a circle into a square, right? Like it's, it's time to wake up. 2021 is not going to save us. It might bring some normalcy back into life, maybe, but also can you look at this year and evolve into a new person and say, wow, yes, this was a really tough year, but I'm coming out stronger. I've made it through a hundred percent of my worst, toughest days. You have, you're sitting here listening to this podcast. You're out for a walk, whatever you're doing, sitting, standing, running. I'm not sure if you're running, listening to a podcast, but hell yeah, if you are, 
you've made it through those toughest, those toughest days. And maybe these right now are your toughest days. You're going to look back and say, wow, I made it through that. And it's up to you to take the reins and learn and lean into the discomfort that you felt, the silence that you were faced and the pivoting that had to happen this year. Did you take advantage of that and say, wow, a lot of this discomfort has been bubbling up these themes, these thoughts that I've been having, these ideas, these dreams are like bubbling up to the surface that I've never had before because I never gave myself the time to actually sit with my thoughts. And now it's up to you in 2021 and beyond to actually act on those thoughts and revelations that you've had and desires that you've had and habits that you've said you wanted to ditch and the coulda, woulda, shouldas, the excuses that you that you maybe are still struggling with. It's up to you to turn that around and to ditch them. So that's just a little bit of tough love. I just wanted to come on. I wanted to give you a big hug. I see you. I feel you. I am right there with you. I have had some pretty tough days these past couple of weeks and this year has been highs and lows for sure. But what's been able to make me smile every day, despite how good or bad a day is, is coming back to this morning gratitude that you can do and it can completely change your trajectory of your day, your mood and your quality of life. So if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling lost and stuck and you're listening to all this and you're like, great, Katie, I didn't have any time of reflection this year. I was truly just trying to tread water and stay afloat. All I could do was sit in survival mode, trying to keep food on the table, trying to figure out ways to stay in business, trying to keep my job, worrying about my family members. And I'm ready to actually have some sense of clarity and try to find some light out of this dark year. I want that. If that's you, I want you to listen to this suggestion that I implemented into my life. And I've honestly gotten off track from it since I had Leo. And I feel the difference in the weight that I carry throughout the day of just feeling way more anxious when I don't do it. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, blah, 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 morning routines, who has time for them? This literally will take you five minutes. And it's the simple act of doing it consistently. I don't want you to think that you need an hour. If you have an hour, wonderful. I will talk you through what my morning routine used to look like. And I hope to get back to that soon. But if I'm talking, you need five minutes, okay? I'm on the five-minute morning routine train. And the first thing you do when you wake up is you don't grab your phone. You know, I talk about this all the time. Previous shows, you're, if you're listening to this and you've listened to every episode, this is like nails on a chalkboard for you. But it's so true. So many of us, the first thing we do in the morning is we grab our phone. And it's so, so, so dangerous and such a slippery slope. Reason being, we are the most vulnerable and impressionable in the mornings. And before you've even given your chance, yourself a chance to connect your brain with your body and how you're feeling and your desires and what you have set out for the day, how you want to feel, how you want to think, you can you can manifest that into reality by actually giving yourself a little time to sync up your mind and your body. So many of us grab our phone, we go right into social media, we go right into emails to text messages. 
And now we are triggered and inundated in other people's lives and we get completely consumed by the outside world. We're letting the outside world into our precious space. So now that's that's completely impacting and molding the way that we think about things the rest of the day. We become reactionary. We become super short fused. We didn't give any time for ourselves. Now you try to put that phone down and start to have a gratitude journal. Good luck. You just got a huge like to-do list from your emails that sent you into a world of, of, of anxiety and you're spinning out of control thinking, oh my gosh, my boss email now I got to email this person. What happened here? And you are already anxious for the day. Cortisol spikes. You haven't had your water. You go right to coffee, get those sugar crash and those cravings throughout the day. Now your, your blood sugar is all imbalanced. You're, you're not eating properly. You're not thinking properly. And you're just trying to get through the day, just chugging caffeine, eating sugar, eating processed carbs. It's a recipe for disaster. And so trust me when I say this simple tool of five minutes, not looking at your phone, keep it in another room, have a journal right by your bed. It's the best way to get into a good routine. Have that pen hit the paper and just start writing. I just want your, your hand can't keep up with your brain. Things are just dumping out. And if you need a just quick prompt, because you're like the idea of freestyle writing is very, very intimidating to me. No problem. I want you to think about three things, even if they're the smallest things, such as like having a refrigerator in your kitchen. Not everyone has that. Having fresh air. That's also a luxury for a lot of people. Think of three things that you're grateful for. Think about anything that's wrestling on your mind, things, something that upset you, something that you're feeling a little bit uneasy about, you want to write about. And this can be one to two sentences. It's really not that big of a deal. The three things you're grateful for should take you 20 seconds. And, um, and then I want you to just continue to consistently show up for this. If you have more than five minutes and you continue to write after the prompt, just whatever starts flowing out of your mind, great. What you're going to notice is that, one, I'm not asking you to do this for an hour. I'm asking for five minutes. Do you have five minutes? Hell yes, you do. You don't even have to wake up earlier. You're welcome. But you're giving yourself time before you're pouring yourself into the rest of the world. So the screen time really, really has to be cut in half for all of us, including myself. It is adding so much anxiety. It's causing so much wasted time, which then adds more stress to us when we realize how much time we're wasting on a screen. And it's you putting in time to someone else or some maybe you don't even know them, someone else's life and world and watching some highlight reel that's not even realistic and making you feel shittier about yourself. So if there's one commitment that you make to yourself today, it's that you're going to cut your screen time in half. And most importantly, it's first thing in the morning. And over time, you're going to start to notice you could just take two weeks to form a habit. You That journal is right there by your bed. You get up, you start your journal, you do some stretches, you grab water. I mean, really hydrate 30, 40 ounces of water, really get things moving. You don't need coffee to have a bowel movement, a little bit of lemon and some room temperature water. You're golden. And think of one thing, one thing that you want to get done today. You want to do this for you. It's been wrestling with you. You want to get one thing. I don't want five things. I don't want 10 things. I don't want three things. I want one thing right now. 
We're trying to work on not being overwhelmed. We're trying to work on reducing our anxiety. And before I even get into diet and supplements, or supplements are merely that, they're supplementing in lieu of, um, despite having. So we really want to get back to a good foundation, a good mind-body connection with reduced anxiety, solid sleep, solid connection. And then we can start saying, okay, let's add, let's make sure our diet's in check. Let's make sure if we're void of anything in our diet, we're supplementing adequately. Um, and then we get the full circle, true health vitality. But right now we're just talking about one simple thing that you can do to make you feel accomplished when your head hits the pillow. It's like, yeah, man, shit hit the fan today, but I did that one thing and I can go to bed feeling really good about myself and reduce that anxiety, ditch that to-do list. I'm so guilty of it. Think of one thing that you want to get done. And if you don't get to it, tomorrow is a fresh day. You wake up, your feet hit that ground. You start your journaling. You drink that water. You don't look at your phone. You say three things you're grateful for. Any unfinished business that's on your heart, conversations that need to be had, um, you know, anything that you just feel is outstanding and it's it's cluttering your brain, write it down. Just get it all down. Just do a nice big brain dump. And then from there, you can, you can start to say, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do this from this brain dump. On Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Wednesday, I'm going to do this. And it could be going to the grocery store or it could be as extreme as, um, you know, applying for a new job or uh, reaching out to a connection to have a virtual chat of coffee to start a new career opportunity, or um, it could be getting in a 30 minute workout for me without any distractions. One thing I think that will really, really help you. In fact, I know it will really, really help you because it's tremendously helped me and it's helped a ton of my clients. It seems so minor, but it really does have a profound impact if you do it every day. And we're all trying to become happier. We're trying to reduce our anxiety. We're all feeling the weight of 2020. And I know you're trying to jump into 2021. But before you do, I just want you to pause and reflect and do this exercise tomorrow morning, the first thing when you wake up. I want you to start reflecting on 2020. And there might be some big wounds in 2020 that are still laying on you. And you're just ready to jump into 2021. But ask yourself, realistically, when 2021 happens, you still have to show up to life and actually do the work that you're thinking the calendar year change is going to do for you. It's not. It's not going to come in and save your excuses. And that's just the hard truth that I think you need to hear. The vaccine isn't going to make you motivated to start doing the things that you're telling yourself you want to do, that your dreams that the desires of your dreams, but for some reason you're playing small and saying you don't deserve that, that negative attitude that you have about your body, whatever it is, right? We all have those little demons, but we have to be willing to do the work every single day. It's a daily progress and it is, you know, is messy, but it's so, so worth it. And I just want to give you that hard truth that I am also sending with so much love and respect for you and respect for your hustle for listening to this episode, because it means that you're seeking improvement and you're looking for ways to better yourself and to enjoy life more and to become happier, healthier, and overall just more 
fulfilled in life. And I respect that. I think that that is amazing. And if you've made it to this far in this podcast, that means that something hopefully stood out to you and hit home. And so I'm sending you so much love closing out 2020. It was a incredible year for me. It was a full of highs and lows, but for sure, I will forever remember 2020 as becoming a mom for the first time, becoming pregnant after four years without a period, thinking I would be a maybe never able to have a kid. And so that just reminded me that it was a, such a perspective, a, a perspective, um, moment for me so profound in that I had been doubting and thinking that I was broken and I had hit rock bottom and thinking like, what, why me? Why God? Why can't I heal? I'm doing all these things. And I shifted my mindset. I shifted my perspective to surrendering to just every day. God, what do you have planned for me today? You know, what is your will for this day? I'm going to stop trying to control my day and really just lean into your word for your plan for my day and not trying to control every single and manipulate every single outcome, whether it was my weight or my food or my exercise or my career, I just really fully surrendered and let go. And that relieved so much stress that I was holding on to. I was holding on to so much that I didn't even know the outside world didn't even know. And it was internally causing my entire body to shut down. My reproductive organs were like, you cannot have a kid. You are so stressed out. There was no way that you could be in a state of mind to to take care of a child. And quite frankly, you don't have enough body fat to conceive a child. So just know when I, now I look back at those days when I was so frustrated at my wits end, like thousands and thousands of dollars of different doctors from naturopaths to functional to integrative and, and all of these tests that I took about my hormones that all led me to just say, you know what you need to do. And that's to surrender and to slow down. And then here came 2020, where I was forced to do exactly that. And uh, I, I just, I, I pray that this message hits, hits home for you and that you can take a little time to find a little silver lining of 2020. I'm not saying it needs to be your best year. It can be a, a, a rough year, but walk away with a silver lining and a plan for okay, I learned this in 2020. Now in 2021, here's what I'm going to do different. And here's how I'm going to get after it. And then you're going to find how to get after it and what you're going to do different through your reflection of your five minute journal, five minutes, people every day. I want you to show up. I want you to commit to doing that. That's going to be your one thing that you're going to say every day, I'm going to wake up and do my morning journal. Like Katie said, and I'm not going to look at my phone. I promised you after two weeks, you're going to be like, wow, I can't imagine staring at my phone for the first hour of my day anymore because I feel so shitty when I do it. All right. That's all I've got for you guys. Closing out 2020, sending you love. I wish you a very, very, very happy 2021. And remember, just because it turns 21, just because a vaccine is starting to come out, doesn't mean that it's going to be the thing that you need in order to start doing the thing that you've been putting off just in order to start thinking differently in order to start showing up differently. That's up to you, my friend. Bye for now. And I will see you same time, same place next week. So much love. Bye.